going on everyone we're live here at bluebell park alex miller joined by travis brown of the eagle a&m baseball team they are headed back to the college world series for the seventh time in school history first time since 2017 in the first year under jim schlossnagel travis what what is advancing to omaha just mean for the aggies uh, in this first season under schlossnagel I mean, it, it is pr a pretty unbelievable turnaround when you look at where uh, they were last year, not even in the NCAA tournament without a coach as they didn't renew Rob Childress's contract and a, a little bit rudderless to now, a year later, being punching a ticket to the College World Series. That It's a pretty unbelievable turnaround, especially with how... Jim Schlossnagel was able, and his coaching staff was able to piece together um, this this roster with how many transfers they brought in, with how many uh, different new pieces that they had to put into place. Um, it, it's pretty remarkable what they were able to do here, uh, and we can get into the nuts and bolts of how that happened um, on the field. But just thirty five thousand foot view, uh, it, it, it's it's fascinating. It's it's going to be a study for a while on what they were able to do um, this season to be able to get to Omaha. Uh, and, and hopefully for, for A&M fans, find that elusive uh, Omaha win that they haven't had since 1993. Yeah, you know, it's a mix of old and youth with this A&M team, and that was at the forefront of everything today. When you when you look at the transfers that came in, the guys that made the big plays for A&M, uh, just speak to that dynamic and, and some of the guys that came in and made it happen with Dylan Rock and Troy Clonch, Jacob Palish. Yeah, I mean, you have... Uh, the guy like Troy Clonch, who Coach Lossnagel said in the uh, post-game press conference, that it is kind of the heart and soul of the team. He's the guy that kind of keeps everybody settled down and kind of keeps the, the, the team moving forward uh, in games. And he was huge this weekend with what he was able to do in, the, in keeping uh, Louisville's runners at bay as far as the stolen base uh, game is concerned. They were huge in that this season, Louisville is, and Clonch was perfect in, in caught stealings uh, this weekend, and so he was able to kind of keep things at bay there. Then on the other end of the spectrum, you have Brad Rudis, a freshman who came in, uh, was able to eat, uh, was it an inning and... Uh, inning and two-thirds. Inning and two-thirds, uh, and, and was able to get to where... They, they, you, you had to know that they were going to come back to with either Jacob Palish or Joseph Menifee there to close out the final out couple outs of the game but they needed to bridge that gap between will johnson and uh the jacob palish is who it ended up being and, and brad rudis the freshman was able to come in and do that he closed out almost all the games uh, in the regional for for a m kind of has become separated himself as that end of the inning end of the game guy and uh he he, he simply throws strikes that's what jim schlossingle says about him He's a guy that comes in. They don't have to worry about him walking too many guys. He's going to get in there and throw strikes. Uh, and, and so that's kind of that dichotomy, the, the other end. And then you also kind of talk about the guys who were, came in, the transfer guys, and the guys who uh, were around. I mean, you look at last night, uh, the two guys they brought in were Troy Clonch and uh, who was the other guy that, that they had in the, the press conference? It was two transfer guys. Oh, it was – oh, man, it was Troy – and it's slipping my mind now. Anyway, a lot of these guys we've talked to, <laughs> transfer guys, um, that, that have come in to, to, to really uh, uh, change the kind of trajectory of this program. Jordan but today, Thompson. Jordan, well, okay, Jordan Thompson was around. But, but uh, 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 to, to start out, it was, it was Clunch and Palish in the, the media, the, the pre-Super right. pre right. Regional, um, that came to talk to us. And, and two new guys, they were asked about, hey, they were two guys that their former teams 
were also in the super regional and, and what does that mean to them that's what i was thinking of and then today you have um trevor warner and you have ryan targock who is in there um uh who are two returning guys uh you, Trevor Werner was in Northern California already playing summer ball at this time this year without a coach and kind of figuring, trying to figure out what, what's going to be next. And a year later, he's in Omaha. Yeah. You know, let's look at the ninth, uh, especially the bottom of the ninth, because Schlossnagel makes an interesting move. Uh, Rudis gets to a three, two count. It's a, it's a crazy at bat. It's at the 10th pitch of that bat with, Louisville's two-hold hitter, Metzinger, who's one of their best guys. And then he brings in Palish. Mm -hmm. You know, how pivotal was that move? And, you know, when A&M got that strikeout, was it kind of a sense that the Aggies were probably going to win the game at that point? It was huge. I think that something that is definitely – Schloss has a, has a feel for this. And um, when when batters are really on pitches, um, the, yeah uh, – they were, he was working and battling and fighting Rudis, that is, through that at bat. But Schlossnagel even said he, he thought about going out there at 2-2 and probably should have pulled him at that point because he didn't really have his best breaking ball that day, and that limited his pitches. So he really only had fastball changeup uh, mix that, that he could throw. The, and, and while he wasn't hitting into the field, his timing was right on um, those pitches, fouling it straight back. And that's when Schlossnagel, as mo most times when you ask him, why did you go to the pin, he's going to say, he was on those pitches. The batter, the hitter was timed on those pitches, and there just wasn't that pitch he could throw. They go into the bullpen, bring in Palish. Palish is, is a guy that works backwards. He likes to throw that slider first in ahead of the count pitches and work uh, back on his fastball. He threw that slider in the dirt. He swung, swinging the miss, and, and, and the kind of the rest was was history, but it was a savvy move. He, he seems, I mean, of course, he, he, he's done this for a while. He's gone to Omaha. He, he has that, that, that instinct to go in and get the guy when he seems like there just isn't that when the hitters have kind of figured him out and he isn't afraid to do it mid at, mid at bat, even with a three, two count. Uh, and it, and it worked out for them. Well, we've got stories to write and content to give to our readers, so we'll get back to it, but be sure to check the Eagle.com for all of our coverage, uh, coming up with the Aggies trip to the college world series. Real quick. Also Real notable. Quick. Yeah. The two teams that A&M beats, to get to this point in the key games, TCU, Louisville, those are the two teams that knocked them out in the 2017 College World Series. A little bit revenge there. Uh, Schlossnagel gets his, his kind of dream turnaround, and a lot of these players get to go to the College World Series for the first time. Pretty good story all the way around there. No kidding. Well, we're going to have plenty of coverage coming from the Aggies' trip to Omaha here in the next week or so. So be sure to check the Eagle.com for all of our coverage on A&M's win over Louisville. Like I said, for Travis Brown, I'm Alex Miller. We'll see you next time.